Predictions are dangerous. We absolutely need more inventory. The Fed doesn't actually have a lot of tools to regulate inflation. That cash has dried up. Wow, is my first thought, Bruce. If both parties don't win, it doesn't happen. The Real Look. Trending News. G'day. Today's Wednesday, April 26th. I'm Bruce Hardy. And I'm Chase Williams. And this is the news you need to know. Well, Chase, the iBuyer Open Door announced that it had made the very difficult decision to lay off roughly 22% of its workforce, or 560 positions. According to a company spokesperson, quote, we've been weathering a sharp transition in the housing market. The steepest and fastest rate increase by the Fed in 40 years the more than doubling of mortgage rates from historic lows, and the hit to home affordability has driven an approximately 30% decline in new listings from peak levels last year. We're taking these actions now to better align our operational costs with the anticipated near-term market opportunity while maintaining our critical technology investments that will continue to drive the business long-term. While this was a hard decision, it was necessary to ensure that we can continue to deliver on our mission and serve our customers for years to come, end quote. There was a lot in that quote, Chase, a lot to unpack. What are your thoughts? Well, first of all, Bruce, it's no surprise that a spokesperson from Open Door wrote that quote in an email because there is a lot there. A couple of things that I would mention. One is it makes sense to me and would be a common business tactic to align the size of your operations group with what you expect in the near term. And because, you know, the opportunities for purchasing properties for Open Door and certainly reselling them has tightened, then it makes sense that they would reduce their operations. They did say something in that quote that I thought was interesting, while maintaining our critical technology investments. I'd like to understand a little bit more about what the heck they mean around that. It sounds probably like something that was placed in there for people who value companies because technology companies certainly get a lot higher multiple than others. <laughs> and yet, typically, I'm not sure what technology they're using, Bruce, that is disruptive in any such way. I mean, if I'm not mistaken here, the idea is to buy properties at a discount and then resell them at a profit, right? Not exactly rocket science, but I'd love to understand more about what they mean specifically around technology. Well, and I do wonder if they're not talking about their algorithms that they use to buy homes, right? What was fascinating was that they hadn't anticipated the shift in the market. So Open Door, Offerpad, and Zillow all were in the business of paying more than the houses were worth when the market shifted, right? This is one of the challenges of being in a market that has been just growing for the last 10 years. I get it. The Fed interest rate increase, right? It has been fast and it was indeed the fastest. But as they said, it came from historic low mortgage rates, right? Those were artificially low and we will probably never see them again in our lifetime. And I think that that has a lot to do with this. But this model is going to be interesting when they said that we want to deliver on our mission and serve our customers for years to come. Depending on the severity of this market correction will determine, I guess, how long these guys get to stay in business. This is an interesting model, right? I mean, for the cycles. Well, yeah, exactly. You just said it right there, Bruce. I think the bigger question that has to be answered is, does this business model 
even work in a shifting market. Now, we know it can work in a different market, but we are in a cyclical industry. You just said it. So I think that is the bigger question that this company, investors in this company, et cetera, will have to answer because, frankly, their algorithms led to a $1.4 billion net loss in 2022. And let's not forget that back in November, they announced 550 job cuts or roughly 18% of the workforce that time. So 18% back in November, 22% now, massive losses for 2022. I think there are actually some bigger questions here, Bruce. You know, it makes me think of the refi market, right? Sometimes the refi market is booming because it makes sense for people to trade their high mortgage rates for lower mortgage rates. And during other cycles, the refi market is basically dead. And that's what we've been experiencing recently, right? Because of the uptick in mortgage rates. So yeah, a lot bigger questions to be answered by Opendoor and any other iBuyers that intend to be around during these cycles of real estate. Well, I thought it was interesting in their fourth quarter earnings call in late February, the Opendoor CEO, Kerry Wheeler, said, navigating a major housing cycle has not been easy. Well, welcome to real estate, Kerry. As for right now, we're highly focused on stabilizing our core business and ultimately returning to positive free cash flow. Chase, one of the advantages of being in the real estate industry, you and I had the opportunity to have a conversation with an agent out on the Oregon coast who had previously been in the car business. And he talked about getting out of the car business in 2011 when the World Trade Center was attacked, right? And the reason was everything shut down. And in the car business, you're holding millions of dollars worth of inventory. And what was attractive to him about real estate was you could have millions of dollars worth of inventory that you don't pay for. Oh, guess what Open Door does? They have millions of dollars of inventory they have to pay for and they have to maintain it. So it puts them at a natural disadvantage in this industry. So jury's still out in my mind as to where this model goes at scale. So we'll just have to continue to report and continue to watch what happens. After posting a surprising 14.5% monthly increase in February, breaking a year-long streak of declines, existing home sales were back down again in March, and that's according to a report from the National Association of Realtors. In fact, existing home sales dropped 2.4% month over month in March to a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 4,440,000 homes. On a year-over-year average basis, sales were down 22%. Here we hear that 22% number again, Chase. So what are your thoughts about that? Well, Bruce, I think that this challenge is going to be persistent. That's my first thought, right? And we've talked a little bit about that on the podcast before. Those that were hoping for a swift recovery are likely going to be left wanting for quite some time. We're seeing that these fluctuations can sometimes be in relation to changing interest rates, right? We had this like really big increase. And now as they fluctuate a little bit, that has some impact on what buyers are doing and a sensitivity to that. Lawrence Yun, which is one of my favorite people to quote on the planet, he's the chief economist for National Association of Realtors. He said that it's a unique housing market. And that's an abbreviated quote, by the way. But keyword being unique, it certainly is because we're seeing this massive increase in interest rates just based on what we were used to for several years. 
but we're still seeing a really persistent amount of low inventory on the selling side. And therefore, Bruce, the price is, is relatively unchanged. Matter of fact, with mortgage rates remaining in the mid to low 6.0% range, home prices across the country have decreased slightly. According to NARS data, the median existing home price fell 0.9% year over year. 0.9%. So yeah, we have a unique market. Low inventory prices are still holding. Buyer demand is kind of fluctuating based on rates. All that to say this challenging market could persist for quite some time until something dramatically changes. A couple of things there, Chase. One is the 4.44 million annualized home sale rate. You and I on air have said, right, the projection for this year is probably somewhere between 4 to 4.2 million. And again, we're coming off of what was a 5 million plus unit sales year last year. We're absolutely seeing that starting to show up. So things are slowing down. As you said, the median home price fell 0.9%. So we're seeing the median now at $375,700. And that was the second consecutive month of annual decreases. In fact, at the end of March, NAR reported that the inventory of unsold existing homes was up to 980,000. And that's an increase of 1% from a month prior and 5.4% from a year ago. So again, we're not talking huge numbers there, Chase, but this represents a 2.6-month supply at the current sales pace. Yeah, you've got it. 2.6 months, Bruce. That's well below what we would consider a balanced market, which means that there's still a lot of favor on the part of the seller, hence the very small decrease in prices. And of course, those changes are different depending on what local market you're in and what area of the country you're in. We tend to look at the Northwest specifically, but as the article quotes in the West, there was recorded the largest year-over-year price change of all the regions falling 7.5% from a year prior to a medium sale price of 565400 right? So again, it goes back to the old adage that you continue to remind us, real estate still is a very local business. You should know what's happening in your region, your county, your town, your neighborhood. I think the other thing that was fascinating to me was also in that report, the home sales pace. In fact, in the West, because they break the country up into four regions, but in the West, that annual rate fell 30.5%. So for those of us out there making a living selling houses, 30% is a significant number to have it drop that quickly. Housing demand and home prices have proved to be more resilient than expected in the first quarter of the year. But home sales will remain subdued, largely due to the rate lock-in effect. And you've talked about this. And that's according to Fannie Mae's forecast. Fannie Mae is expecting 4.2 million existing home sales this year. And that would be the slowest annual pace since 2010. And that's according to the Economic and Strategic Research Group out of Fannie Mae. What thoughts do you have with regards to that? You know, because of home prices holding pretty firm in most areas, that is a challenge for slowing down inflation, particularly in our sector, which is real estate. There's still a lot of folks, one in particular, Doug Duncan, who's the senior vice president and chief economist at Fannie Mae, said that the economic slowdown has resumed. Whether the end result is a modest recession or simply a soft landing remains unanswered, although we continue to expect the former, which is a modest recession, as we have since April of last year when we first made our 2023 recession call. 
So Fannie Mae's still predicting a modest recession. Now, asking them to define modest might be asking too much, <laughs> but it's certainly a little stronger than soft landing, which is generally talked about in government when we talk about recessions. I wonder, Bruce, if we look back on all of the soft landings that have actually been achieved, if there's ever actually been one, do you know? No, I've only heard a thud. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, you know, Chase, you've talked about this, right? And what's going to cause this, I think, is the rate lock-in effect, right? Where we've got a large percentage of homeowners that have locked in this low-rate mortgage, which unless something major in their life happens, they're unlikely to really want to move anytime soon, yep. right? Which is going to continue to restrict the amount of inventory that we have available. And of course, that's the fascinating thing is you would expect we're going into a recession that we would see prices come down more significantly, but because of that restricted supply, and we've still got demand off the charts, prices are still being stubborn. Yep. One part of the article, Bruce, that's a little concerning, I guess, would be that Fannie Mae is actually expecting new home construction to pull back later in 2023, due in part to tighter credit availability for construction lending. So we reported on a story, I think last week, where the outlook of new home builders was actually strengthening. And yet here you have Fannie Mae warning that construction could pull back based on some tightening of credit. So again, considering the low inventory that we currently have, if that were to happen and something weren't to dramatically change the number of home sellers that are willing to give up a low mortgage rate and go on the market, we could see continued persistent challenges with the level of inventories that we have, which means that prices are unlikely to decrease in any dramatic way. Yeah. In fact, home prices measured by Fannie Mae's home price index are projected to decline by only 1.2% in 2023. And that's on a Q4 versus Q4 basis from a previously expected 4.2% decline. So they've actually said, mm, we don't think prices are going to drop quite as much as we initially thought when we first put out the report. And in fact, in 2024, they're projecting that home prices will decline by a further drop of 2.2%. And that's compared to previous expectations. So we're in a fascinating time. Yes, we are. And we're going to continue to pay attention, Bruce, and report the news as it happens as well, because you know how we feel about projections. <laughs> they sometimes just wild ass guesses. And so we got to keep paying attention as we go along. We can't rely solely on those. Well, that's the news you need to know. Don't miss this Friday's Northern Lights episode, where we'll interview real estate investor and owner Rod Cleef to discuss how he rallied after a $50 million loss in the 08 crash. Thanks again for tuning in with us on The Real Look. This podcast is produced by Marissa Frost. Visit kwnwr.com to access the show notes from today's episode. Head over to Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcast to subscribe to The Real Look. And don't forget to leave us a review. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back next week with a breakdown of all things real estate.